You're listening to Life and Shit. I'm Danielle Walker. And I'm Tommy Walker. Join us as we talk about our journey overcoming fears, boundaries, marriage, family, lifestyle, business, and whatever other shit you can think of. We're individuals that came together to create one unit with one mind and one goal. What's up, girl? Hey, what's up, baby? How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I am outstanding. Okay, okay. I got a question for you. you got a question for me. Yeah. Was was the change in life during the pandemic better for you than your typical New Year's resolution? Like I like the way I'm 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 asking that is like you had I'm I watched you go through a significant change. Was it like how different was that? Uh, I, to that I I say hell yes it was because you, <laughs> hell you yes know and, yeah and your, your Hulk Hogan voice yeah. hell yes <laughs> hell yes is my oh okay okay I, so I see I wasn't uh, oh yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> hell yeah brother <laughs> no it's like a hell yeah <laughs> no it was it's more because it, your resolution that you have is something that you've planned out and it's like, okay, this is what's, what I'm going to do. I'm going to work out. I'm going to do this. And the pandemic came in and it was like, oh, no, you're not. You're, you're, you can't do this now. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, well, um, you perhaps was like, oh, I'm not going to drink. And then the pandemic came and said, oh, well, I, I have to drink, you Facts. know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's or, real. you know, a lot of people started to drink a ton and then they said, you know what, maybe this isn't for me. Maybe I should stop drinking. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I think that it kind of came in like a wrecking ball on all the goals and types of things that I had priorities. It, it made made us kind of knock things back and take things a little simpler and reevaluate a lot. Yeah, I, it made me reflect a lot. Um, you know, I feel like uh, on a deeper scale, I thought about my health. I thought about wealth. Mm. Um, my relationships were, were thought about um, like I've always tried to keep in communication with with as many people as possible. Like, I literally just, hey, what's going on? How are you doing? I just want to check in. You're really good about that, yeah. And and that really made, you know, took me to the next level of, like, I have to do that more often, mm-hmm. not just during the holidays. Let me just do it because it's Wednesday, right? Yeah. yeah. So I know, and kind of like what you said with, um, you know, working out, because we had just got into committing to a personal trainer and yep. working out, like, all right, we got to grow up. We getting older, mm-hmm. the weight don't fall off fast oh, enough, no. you know, and then the way we eat and drink, we have to maintain. So it was more of a just like, let's maintain this lifestyle. Yes. And then the pandemic hit and it was like, uh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> How are we going to do this? Yeah, as soon as we, we decided to commit. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. Working out became different. And it was a trip because I was on a call one time and, you know, talk about drinking. I was on a call and it was, uh, it was, it was all these guys on a call. And we was, we was Zoom. It was a Zoom call, of course. And one brother was talking about how in his trash can his recycling he had these beer bottles and he was like yeah I'm, I'm i'm drinking more than usual and to me i didn't pick it up like oh he was drinking more than usual and had a problem mm. but it came off like i mean they jumped all over him mm. and i was like oh well when you're on a zoom call don't show what your recycling is like <laughs> <laughs> people gonna judge you no matter what <laughs> it's a fucking pandemic like <laughs> But, but, but so, so, yo, we're talking about pandemic life. A lot of things have changed in pandemic life. We had to go through, I mean, I remember when things first 
started like yes. i wasn't i wasn't listening to the news like i had no idea no, no, of we, what was happening yeah we had we had stopped watching the news quite a while ago um so when that happened we we were like okay uh we should probably kind of tip in right it's isn't it denzel washington that says if you don't watch the news no if you watch the news you're misinformed and if you don't then you're ill-informed or not informed not informed yeah, yep. yeah so it, it, we had to watch it. We had to know what was going on, you know. So every now and again, we will like kind of tip in and, and watch what's going on. Um, but it was crazy. We I remember going to the grocery store because, and that's when I said, okay, like, oh shit, I need to watch the news. I went to the grocery store and people had masks on and gloves, and it felt so eerie. It felt so weird, and I was like, is this real? Like, where are they even getting this stuff from? Where are they even getting the mask from? It yeah, was it yep. was just so so new, um, and people were kind of in this panic mode and it, and it made you feel different it did and like like i said we we were hearing about all the stuff that was happening oh there's no toilet paper or no this there's no sanitizer there's and i'm like that like we've never had those issues like like people are just overreacting right right we were like this isn't real yeah, we're, we're, yeah. we'll be okay and, and then yeah that's right and i'm traveling and I, I was I was in New York. I had my first speaking um, engagement. I was That's going right. back to my old schools, and that was great. So I, I go back to my old neighborhood, talking to the to the students in the schools that I went to, and set up more speaking engagements for the summer of twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. And as soon as like a month later, the schools was calling me back. It was like, sorry, Mister Walker, we're shutting everything down. I was yeah. like, oh, like damn, okay, yeah, that, that was different. Yeah, it was. It was. It was really crazy and we had employees at that time that were asking us um so what's going on um are we gonna shut down and we're like no no like until we hear otherwise we are going and we're gonna keep on going um i remember too in the beginning there was no crowds after like once everything shut down right so in the beginning 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 it was the whole like okay oh shit this is real this is happening and then it was like okay this is a pandemic where people were like what the hell is a pandemic like i've never had a pandemic i never lived in a pandemic before you know um and it wasn't the first one right so as we, we looked that up and i was like oh shit this is this has happened before you know there was this black plague that happened and people had to kind of well they didn't have to kind of they had to quarantine themselves exactly the same way so that was a trip um and then once we all went into quarantine it was like what is that all these words were uh very very um like foreign to us at yeah, the time it was and, new to me yeah and they got they got real familiar really quickly i remember the last time that we were um able to p- kind of party we went to a friend's party in hillcrest and um i remember that was, was the a, first time was it her was a birthday party uh no they, it was actually oh, their, their bachelorette, bachelorette party, party. yeah okay, yeah yep. and, the, and uh, they didn't even get to get married when they were supposed to how they were supposed to yeah, that's right. after that which was crazy shout out to jesse yo yeah, yeah that was the bachelorette party yes <laughs> yes and it was it was so fun first off but it was the first time i ever heard social distancing and um someone was asking the dj to play a song and the dj was like social distancing like yes, get yes, back yes. you know and i was like what is that like what is that social distancing and, and surely like after that it was a totally a thing i'll never forget that so i was just like what is he talking about I was that cracking point, up. at that point it became real yeah like, right after that because we were still like people were still hanging out mm-hmm. it was like all right yeah like all right well, let's just be smart about it. Mm-hmm. And everybody felt like they was being smart and, until the government said, this is it. And, yeah. and like you said, when the government, you know, the governor said, all right, we're shutting down. Nobody goes to work tomorrow. The first thing we, I'm like, well, hold up. 
we have employees. What do we do? Yes. You know, and, and I think it's you can never be prepared for something like this because the last time it happened was 100 years ago. Right. And, of course, um, we don't have anything uh, in, in our own culture that says this is how you prepare in the case of a pandemic. Right. And, and so as business owners, like, I, I, no lie, I was in the dark, completely in the dark. And as a leader, um, I had no, like, no idea where to turn. Right. So it was a very vulnerable situation for us. Mm -hmm. And we were operating, you know, like how we do now. We, we were in different fields. So we had the coffee shop. In the coffee shop, we're getting we're texting partners back and forth. Employees yes. are texting us, and everybody's like, "Well, what do we do?" And we're like, "Well, stead, no, just hold steady. Right. Let's see what happens." But when you have partners, you know everybody's not on the same page. Yes. So everybody had their own ideas, and they also was like, "Well, you know what? We can't. We can't. We, do we can't this. do anything." Yeah. You know? So and then, so we had one business close right at the beginning of the pandemic, and then yeah. at the other one, the other one, we were just just. Barely getting started with so, and it was one that was in the business of delivering. Yeah. So it we actually became very, very essential, which is another word that people were using. You know, this this essential. Where the workers. fuck did essential come from? Yeah. Like, like all of a sudden, <laughs> it was like the government it's and true. everybody else just said, "You are essential." Yeah, and yeah. we ran with it. Yeah, and it, you know, it, and it, it's weird because it. It was nice, but it put people in a weird space, right? Because I had to have lots of conversations with people about how essential they were. And, you know, they they kind of felt like, oh, well, we have to work. Well, damn it. Yeah, you got to work because you're essential. You are needed. You are important. You are someone who has a job that's needed, you know. Mm -hmm. But then at the same time, there's people who were deemed non-essential. And that put them in a weird space as well. So that, that kind of was crazy. It, the whole thing put everyone mentally in this kind of a different area. Very true. And, and at that time when our transportation business was growing, everybody that was coming on board was, oh, yeah, I used to work in the bar or I was working in a club or I was working in a restaurant. Yes. And, and that was a, a good portion of our workforce. Yes, yes. And, and, and it was like, well, sh I'm gl I was just glad that we had an avenue and an opportunity to be able to keep people working, keep, you know, food on the table, money in your pocket, whatever the case may be. Yeah. But, but still at the same time as leaders and owners, we were still in the dark about a lot of the stuff and it wasn't yeah. like communication. I mean, granted the leadership of the country was in the dark. I True. mean, shit, our, our leaders didn't know what the fuck mm -hmm. to do. So as business owners, we were really in the dark and, and just trying to steer the ship accordingly was probably one of the most difficult things that I've ever had to do in life. Yeah, I, I agree, especially with the changes as they came. It was, uh, you know, we would follow the laws, we would follow the laws this way, and then the laws would change, and then we'd have to follow them in a different way. Uh, it was like, okay, first you got to do this, then you could do this. No, we don't need this, then we have to do this. Then it was the overcautious, like everybody has to do this all the time. So it, it was really crazy. Um, I remember No Crowds was one of uh, if we want to say the, the kind of good or bad things about it, there was no crowds and we had to be out there. So there was no lines. There was no traffic. Felt like VIP everywhere <laughs> we went. <laughs> we was essential workers, so we still yeah. out and about. <laughs> and the grocery store, like everywhere was, that was open was just like, no waiting like, yeah. Oh, yeah we got to go drinks yeah. that was one of the best things too it was like bring back the to go drinks to go, yes. to go alcohol <laughs> we're like oh well would you like to wait with the drink while your food is being made why well, yes we would oh, yeah <laughs> unfortunately we, we did a lot more drinking unfortunately <laughs> we, we do not condone it but 
it just it was just so convenient it was like mm-hmm. we're sorry for the wait here have a drink on us yeah very true and then another thing that was unfortunate was like the restrooms in order for our employees to have if any if any of you guys are if drive if you drive anywhere you know that sometimes somewhere along that trip you're gonna have to stop and take a, a break right yep. and there was nowhere for them to take bathroom breaks so that was pretty crazy as well very true so so you know we talked about um our life changing now how did it you know because i was working right next to you and working from home was already something new for you now we, mm-hmm. we were like home all the time right right and and still running a business from home now mm-hmm. which is totally different from just working from home being self-employed right right so so from a a, a coping from mentally how did that work out for you and then of course we tried our best with the with the workouts mm-hmm. um I mean, my workout's a little different, and, you know, shout out to our, our, our trainer, Corey, who was able to text us workout plans, mm-hmm. but at the same time, still, <laughs> he was looking at me sideways like, leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, the first thing is um, working remotely was different for me. Um, One, I I do like to get up. I like to get out. Um, I have like a little routine of things that I like to do, as we all did. Right. Um, But working at home, I ended up loving it to death. I mean, I really I I would work from home if I could, but I can't. So (laughs) so I think that's where you found love for because the way Danielle works from home is not your typical work from home. Like, like we have a study, like we have, you know, it was my office at one point. We changed it. It's no longer my office. The way you work from home is not traditional either. No, no. I have an unorthodox way of working from home. Yes, absolutely. So the office was mine. And then we broke it into a shared office. And then that shared office, you never worked inside of it. So it was like, well, shit, I don't want to work from home no more. I'm done working from home. So you changed your transition working from home was from the bed. So Danielle would be no lie. If I had pictures, I would show you. <laughs> she got her feet up. Yep. <laughs> she got, I mean, it, it's probably like 15 books and documents all over the bed <laughs> for everything. Like everything, everything is in arm's reach. Yeah. And her laptop, her water, and then either music playing or, you know, something entertaining on yeah. the TV for yeah. some, some background noise. Yep. And she and this is her vibe. And she goes in. Yep. That's so it. that's where the love came in. Yeah. And I could work all day and no yeah, one bothers day. me or yep. no one. Uh, if my employees are listening, yes, don't bother me. But no one, <laughs> <laughs> no one is saying anything to me. And I, I kind of can just do what I need to do. And I am so productive during those days. And I never knew that I could do that or it would be like that. So, yeah, that's one thing that I learned. So that's one thing that you still wish you like, I, I just want to work from yeah. this place. I'll be like, yeah. no, let's go. Yeah. Let's get out. Yeah. So, and, and now I'm I, like, I'm going to I work from home one day out of the week just so I can kind of get myself together and just everything else. So it works. So, so you fell in love with working from home, mm-hmm. working out, working out. Ugh, I, I'm not in love with working out anyways. Right. It's something that I do <laughs> because I have to. There was a point okay. in my life where I was in love with it. Um, I love to run or at least I used to. Um, but I'm going to get back into that. Um, but 
working out from home super sucks because you have to motivate yourself to get out there. You put all the weights out there and then you'll be all like, come on, come on, let's go. You know, all cracking your neck and I'm like, oh my God. So you God. motivate yourself, but you ain't like your husband motivated you. Tommy, the, <laughs> Mr. Walker, leave me alone. <laughs> yes, please leave me alone. Uh, another thing, you know, we talk about the workout, like relationship changes, yeah, right? Family yeah. wasn't around. Yes, yeah. And we heard of lots of people who broke up we heard of lots of people who got together, became stronger, people who had babies, lots of babies, which was crazy, right? Yep. Um, and I think our relationship got stronger, but we had our trials and times, you know, because we were forced. I mean, we already spent a, a lot of time together. We were forced to spend More all time. the time yeah, together. Facts. And then at that time, we, were, we kind of bumped heads a little bit every now and again. But I, I think we got through it. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think it was that bad. I think you pissed me off the most mm. during the pandemic life during 2020 was when you brought COVID home. <laughs> that was that pissed me off the most. And yes, I'm saying it. <laughs> she brought that shit home, and I was looking at her like, "Who the fuck have you been with?" <laughs> oh, that's funny. Was, yes, I, 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 outside of that, I think it was everything else was was oh, easy man. to deal with. Yeah, that that was the funniest thing. Well, not funny, but funny, right? It was like I went away on a family trip um, to Vegas, and it was the first time that we had been out, or not even, honestly. It's the first time I'd been out by myself. To be honest, Tommy and I had been to Arizona. We'd been to, to Sedona. We'd been to San Francisco. We'd been, like, Yeah, we traveled. We yeah, traveled. We, we traveled. East Coast, back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I totally didn't see anything wrong with going to Vegas for a weekend with my family. Um, but while we were there, someone who wasn't – we don't even know. I don't even know what happened, but someone was affected. And when I came home, um, my mom and I both went. When I came home, my daughter and, and Tommy were there. And, you know, I was kind of sneezing. And I, I'll never forget the look they gave me. Like, like you better go upstairs. You better go. Immediately. I looked at you like, you got the vid. You got it. And he's like, so he slept with me that first night. Then the second night is like, okay, I don't feel good. And then my mom started not feeling good. And then everybody started sending messages like, we don't feel good. We don't feel good. It's like, oh, shit, you know. And so Tommy's like, all right, I'm not sleeping with you. So then he didn't sleep with me for like two days. Um, I totally started to feel better. Um, I took a shower, washed my hair. I always say that because once I take a shower and wash my hair, I feel like any sickness is gone. And I'm like, oh, I feel better, you know, and then. Uh, he he said he came back upstairs. He's like, okay, I'm, I'm uh, you're good. I'm, I'm gonna sleep back with you. You're fine. I, I was I was lied to. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't feel good. I was good. bamboozled by I didn't the, know. the pretty smile, <laughs> the sweet smelly perfume. Yeah, the perfume. I was like, it smells good up here. <laughs> he said, I'm sleeping with my wife tonight. <laughs> I literally slept in the living room for two day, two days. I was in yeah. the living room because I was yeah. like, nah, I like, ain't doing it. Because we it. still got like we got people that. And now going back to, like I said, we, you know, we got a mm -hmm. ship to steer. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we couldn't get sick. I was like, we can't get sick. We got, you know, we got people. At the time mm -hmm. we had, uh, I think we had like 90 employees or something yep. like that. So, yep. and again, you know, we don't know what's going on and how this thing is ro rolling out. So one, one, one thing I got to say is as, as a, as a business owner, especially if you're a new business owner, make sure you have legal counsel, like. Definitely. Like, because you never know what's going to happen. And, and as things change, the world changes, laws are changing, rules are changing. And they was making changes. And it's not like, you know, we were voting on it. You know, something that I learned during the pandemic is governors have absolute power. 
For, right. You know, at, at this point, they could say this is what it is because everybody life is in danger. So you have mm-hmm. to have that one person that just makes a decision. Mm-hmm. So they would like voting was out the window. <laughs> so as a, as a business owner, you know, whenever you're in a predicament where it, it is uh, uh, a, a circumstance or a situation that is just unfamiliar, you don't know nothing. I mean, you could do your research, but man, get legal counsel. Like that was at that time, legal counsel was something that we were not comfortable with. But man, every time I talked to our lawyer, I was like, all right, I feel better about yes, that. Yes, yes. It's like, what about this? What about this? Yeah. And, and it was always, and to me, it was, and whenever you think of legal counsel, it was always money involved. It's, yeah. like, it's like when you think like, oh, I don't have a lawyer because I can't afford one or, you know, we don't have the money to, to, to have a, a lawyer on retainer, mm-hmm. you know, th- all these different terms is like, nah, it's not about that. At the same time, you do have to make sure you're represented because not only you, but other people that, you know, that you're accountable to. So, so that's a little side note. Make sure you got legal representation <laughs> as a as a business owner. I don't care how small you think your business is, to how large you know. Make sure you got some legal representation. Uh, so, talking about pandemic life and talking about how you upset me with with bringing the vid home, you know, and not being around family, and I know that was the opportunity for you to be around family. So it was it was like ah, oh, let's get together, and then mm. like you saying, we was traveling, um, so. We was in, you know, of course, my parents didn't move around. So Mm -mm. we was just very cautious about Mm -hmm. the whole thing. So I think that was the other thing. It it made you very cautious. Yes. And and usually you get you get a cold, you get sick or whatever the case may be. If it's not that bad, it's just a runny nose. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm okay. Mm -hmm. You never think about passing on a cough or a common cold. Yeah. Like one of one of the biggest things that I used to always say when I got sick like before all this was I still have to do everything that I would usually do just sick, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. no, I, it's impossible to sit down. I'm, I'm not going to sit down. Like I, I have to go to work. Right. Especially when I was an <clears throat> MRI technologist at the time, it, it, I was the only person that was there. And if I didn't show up, then patients would be there and they'd be looking like, what the hell? So I literally, yeah, yeah. Like I literally had to show up um, sick or not. So that was a different. And, the unfortunate thing about this is mentally. So mentally, you know, we our 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 yoga and you know I think I think that the workout part is what helped us mentally and our our meditation doubled down. Yeah, definitely. So like mentally we meditated a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um faith in, in in you know your spiritual faith, whatever you believe in, I think that increased, that helped out a lot. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Because because not having those connections was just something else. And people are still going through that, you know what I mean, even today. Right. Mm -hmm. So mental health was was a big factor, you know, in 2020 and and the changing because we it was dark. Like if you think Mm -hmm. about it, we had no idea of when things were going to get better. Right. It was a lot of promises. It was a lot of deadlines. And when those deadlines crept up, it was like, oh, extend it, extend it. So that was that was a very weird uh, moment. And then. Of course, the loss of the friends and family members, like, like death never seemed so close. Right. During 2020. Right. There was lots of fear, lots of fear yeah. during that time. And then, yes, the, the loss of friends and, and family members um, was shocking to all of us. And then it put even more of a fear into us, not of like just we can get sick, but we can also die. So, yeah, definitely put a big fear in all of us. Um, it. It put a fear in people who were then deemed not essential to think of essential jobs that 
would make them pandemic proof. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a big thing too. People That's like the big term, right? Mm-hmm. Being pandemic proof. Yep. And yep. From an economical standpoint, it was like you have to be pandemic. I, I and you think about that is like you know back when uh, Y two K going from ninety nine to two thousand, mm-hmm. and everybody was scared, and then um, the recession. You know, how do you make yourself recession proof? Right. And, yep. and now it's pandemic proof. Yes. You know what I mean? Yep. So every so many years, mm-hmm. you're going to have something that, that just shakes everything up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, from after the recession all the way up until the pandemic, that was the mindset and the focus of like, all right, how can I create this this avenue financially to where I don't have to worry about if something happens and then this shit happens. Right. And then everybody's affected. Yeah, definitely. But it, it pushed people to start their own businesses, Facts. Uh, to look at different career moves. Um, it created this huge, what do they call it? The, the big, uh, retirement or the, the big resignation, the big resignation. Yeah. It caused that. So people decided, you know what, I, I want to do something different and this is my opportunity and there's lots of opportunity out there still is, um, to be whatever you decide that you want to be. It's like, uh, like if you want to be a writer, which is something I desire, it's, it's, this is the time to write down and get those screenplays out there, you know, because, it's a lot of a lot of people at home watching shows right now too, you know. So it's, it's just a lot of opportunity for a lot of different things, a lot of different people. That's very true, and I like it's, it's adapting, right? So you you adapt. So we all had to adapt, mm-hmm. and I feel like as as a human society, you know, as divided as we were and are, you know, with this around this whole pandemic thing, and we adapted because of this unpredictable change, and you know, if it's in work or if it's in your personal ecosystem or it's society, you know, change is one of those things that everybody always has an issue with, Mm -hmm. but we changed collectively as a human species all because of is like one to another. Like if we, if we really think about how did the message get out to wear a mask that people that don't even have TVs and, and radio, you know, everybody was all on the same accord. You know, we all had to had to jump on board to protect each other. Yeah. And that's true. That's very cool that like to me, that was a very cool thing as humans that we did collectively without, you know, being assholes about it. You know what I mean? It's like, well, no, we're going to do this just because it's the right thing to do. Yeah, that's real. That leads me to my final thought, um, which is you can still make something beautiful and something powerful out of a really bad situation. Um, which is Gabe Greenwald. 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 <laughs> Crazy side note. So <laughs> Danielle and I both, you know, quoted the same dude. And, like we're sitting there, and it was like, oh, this is, you know, this is pretty dope. She says hers, and I said mine, and then I said author, and it's like, I got the same author. So <laughs> a little, little cool side note. We're on the same page, girl. Yeah, always. And and I, I firmly believe it's okay to struggle, but it's not okay to give up. And it's one thing is we as humans we did not give up. You know, we still fight. We're going to argue. We're going to debate. Mm-hmm. But we didn't give up. So the struggle was definitely real in 2020. Oh, my gosh. It was real mentally, physically, emotionally, economically for every single person. But we didn't give up. So that's that's right. that's, that's huge. So life isn't over. We still are at the best time of humanity right now. So we have to think about as we continue to get over this hump, it's not over. It's still the best moments in life. So. I'm truly grateful for that one. Yes, me as well. I love you. I love you. This is life and shit. <laughs> Do us a favor. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe. 
Leave a review. Let us know what your thoughts are. That's the only way that this show is going to be successful. And we appreciate you. Talk with you next time.